Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Julia Royston of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, The Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. I trust that you've been enjoying um, the Book Business Boss show, and um, hopefully you've gotten some great information and some great tools and great ideas. But if you need more help, um, reach out to us. Um, visit the website, bookbusinessbosses.com. That's a lot, but bookbusinessbosses.com. And um, I do have a free download at beabookbusinessboss.com from author to entrepreneur to really kind of get you, get really uh, jump started, get um, your motivated, get your mindset ready for business. Uh, as I've stated earlier, business has really kind of been in my, in my blood. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. My parents were entrepreneurs and they were always bivocational. We worked day and night, but everybody doesn't have necessarily that background. So that's what I strive to do is help you make that transition. If you've already written a book, if you have a book, um, go from author to entrepreneur. Now, if you haven't written your book yet, you know, we need to talk. Uh, talk with Royston. Dot com. So when we're talking about uh, being a book business boss and really um, transitioning um, from just an author entrepreneur, because if you have written a book and you're an author, you are an entrepreneur. You're now in the book business. So uh, I'm not really into selling. I'm not. I hear everything, but just let you know upfront, you're in the book business. You're in the uh, um, business of not only moving your book, but also moving the message of your book. And uh, one of the things that is really key, if you want to transition even further from author to entrepreneur uh, with having other products and services, which we'll be discussing later on, is um, devising a book that really goes along with your business. That is what I call their platform building or the basis of um, your business, uh, what you solidify your business on. If somebody purchased that book, they would know the basics, the fundamentals about you. So one of the first, um, I'm going to be talking about several, but the first one I want to talk about in this episode is the book that introduces you, that kind of gives your background, who you are, what you believe, um, and hopefully what you believe and who you are will tie into your business, will tie into your book, will tie into your platform. And people, once they know the history of you, will connect with you, will identify with you, and then hopefully they'll want to work with you. So in a platforming book that introduces you, um, and that's really kind of an introduction uh, because you want people to get to know you. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be totally autobiographical, but it should include uh, a parts of your a biography. So let's just go through a few of these. So we're talking about platform building books 
and one that introduces you. Not necessarily your um, your business yet, what you stand for, what kind of client you want, but it really kind of gives the background of who you are and what you represent. Hopefully, it is one of those uh, success stories, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, you might have uh, taken the long way around to success, stopped, stalled. Uh, but so let's just begin with the first thing. Number one, who are you? Uh, your background, your birthplace. Um, where uh, so so the people have an idea of where you come from. Now, where you come from is not where you're going. We've heard that many many times, over and over again. So it doesn't matter where you start; it's where you're going. I believe that with all my heart, because when people meet me and they realize you were born in Kentucky, really. You don't even talk like you were from Kentucky. I said, well, what do people talk like uh, from Kentucky? And then they start with a uh, um, a distinct Southern draw. I said, well, you got to remember, Kentucky's a border state. So we're right there on the Ohio River, you know. Uh, so making those uh, grand assumptions can be can be dangerous, but it can also be motivational and inspirational too as well. So when you're talking about your background, you're talking about uh, where you come from, where you lived, uh, what type of upbringing that you have, what type of um, household were you born in, because that has a dramatic impact. Even if it was not so perfect, that still is a part of you. The good, the bad, and the ugly still make up who you are how hard you had to overcome if it were an unpleasant situation. Or even if it were like mine, I had two parents, hardworking, married for 49 years until my father passed away in his sleep. Uh, so, you know, um, I was kind of like the the um, parents, two parents, uh, three girls. Uh, I'm the oldest. Um, my parents always worked multiple jobs. Uh, we worked since I started answering the phone for my dad. And his and my mother's uh, janitor service when I was nine years old, so that that kind of tells people who I am as a person, even before they know what I offer, know what I produce. Um, just your story has a lot to do with who you are, who you are as a person, what type of work ethic you have. Now I realize that um, some people, even though they did a lot of hard work when they were younger. It doesn't transfer, but uh, in our household, my maiden name is Forey. In the Forey household, it transferred. Everybody worked. Uh, and I, I can truthfully say, uh, and it's just not because they're my sisters, my sisters and I are probably the hard work, hardest working women anywhere. We work extremely hard in everything that we do. Everything we put our mind to, we're going to work hard at it. And if it's not going to be as close to a success as possible, my two younger sisters, they're not even going to fool with it. Uh, they don't even, if it doesn't look like it could succeed or work out or happen, they don't want to deal with it because we've seen so much success over the years and in our lifetime. Um, so therefore, you know, putting hard work in is not a problem for us. So that will tell you a little bit about who I am, who how I was brought up, so hard work is what I know. So my parents were bivocational. So my mother handled the business in the day and was the PTA mother and the 
um, you know, the room mother, anything else they needed at school, she was in and out of there all the time. So having two parents in my life has, has really been key to it. Um, I had them, my dad in my life until he passed away. The Lord took him and he was not. So therefore, I understand what that's like. But I still identify with and understand people who don't. Uh, I pray for them often, you know, and I, I, I feel bad sometimes. But people have to know where I come from. Um, I may have empathy for you and I may have a little sympathy for you, but I don't understand what that is. So therefore, um, you know a little bit about me. The keys that really shaped us, of course, as I stated before, is hard work, faith, and family. Those are three things. My dad thought family was everything. Okay. He thought, you know, his brothers, he had five brothers. He was number six and they had a sister, which made number seven. So he thought family was everything. They were um, uh, tobacco sharecroppers. They did not even own their own land, but my grandfather had six boys. So, you know, he could get a whole lot done. And then uh, his mother died when they were very, very young. He, she took ill and died. So that had a lot to do with their independence and upbringing. My dad could do everything. He could clean, he could cook, he could do laundry. And, you know, when he retired from teaching, he did the majority of the cooking. And so therefore knowing what my history is and knowing what my background is a part of me. Now, in your book, do you have to necessarily tell every facet of every um, thing that has happened to you? But I, I always often say, include the major turns, the major uh, emphasis in your life. My grandfather was a major influence because first off, he could keep us laughing constantly, but he could never read or write. He always put an X on all the checks that my mother filled out um, on Sunday evenings after church. The first of the month, they brought all their bills and their checkbook. And my mother wrote all their checks out after we went did Sunday dinner. But he was probably one of the wisest men and um, you, you'll hear me often say on this show and other shows and other interviews, a lot of things that my grandfather said. So therefore, having strong male emphasis and influences are major in my life. That's, that's major for me. And that says a lot about who I am and what I'm willing to do and what I can do in my business. It just makes all the difference in the world. We're going to take a break right here and we'll be back with more. So you've written a book and people liked it, but they want more from you, the message and your methods. Where do you begin? How do you get started? Visit BeABookBusinessBoss.com. That's BeABookBusinessBoss.com. And download my free ebook from author to entrepreneur at BeABookBusinessBoss.com. Helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. 
and stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. And we're back. I'm Dr. Julia Royston of the Book Business Ball Show. Um, we're talking today about um, developing platform building books. And one of the books that I really want to talk about today and have been is a book that introduces you, yourself, your background, your history, sort of autobiographical, but hopefully it should introduce you to your potential client so that they get to know who you are and what you stand for and what your background is. No matter whether it was a good thing, bad thing that happened, uh, a lot of uh, trauma, whatever happened, it's still a part of your life. So number one, who you are, your background, your birthplace, where you come from. Number two, the key things that shaped you. Me, hard work, faith, and family. Number three, education and vocational background. Um, and it's uh, very, very ironic that um, my mother took us at the public library constantly. My dad was getting his first master's in education because my dad was an educator. I am too. And uh, my sister is an assistant principal. And then we all have taught in one way, shape, or form in Christian education in church. So education has just been keen to whatever we do. And so um, from the time I was, you know, my parents instilled in us that we were all going to college. I didn't know whether college started with a C or a K, but I knew I was going. So therefore, you know, education was key. Family, faith, hard work, and then next was education. Um, a vocational training in our house was just not not even thought of. I mean, there was going to be skills and and trade and those things we we taught and how to do. And uh, my parents taught us how to do, but uh-uh, you were going to college, four years of college. You were going to go through the rigors, the discipline of getting an education. So therefore, discipline and, uh, you know, turning in t- papers and taking tests and getting up early, staying up late when there's an exam, that was just all a part of our house. That was just a regular part of our house. Going to the public library was just definitely something that we did. We did, we spent time in two places when we weren't at church. We weren't at church and we weren't at home. We were at the public library picking out new books, even books I couldn't read. My, uh, We picked out books. My mother read to us every night. Or, uh, you know, we just we just spent a, a lot of time uh, in the library or my mother would walk us and make us sleepy and we walk around either the neighborhood or we walk through the mall. We might not be buying anything, but we would window shopping. So, you know, you could tell how young our family was at that time. So therefore, the educational background, being um, uh, one who read early on and was a ravenous reader, uh, turned into an educator and a librarian. Two master's degrees in library science. Uh, I sang, started singing when I was eight years old. So I, I, I uh, sang a lot. Um, I was a, a musician in elementary school. I was a flute player and piccolo player, and I wanted to be the best. And anything I did, I wanted to do it well. Uh, when I sang, I wanted to be the best. I wanted to do well. Um, so I started singing young. I started reading young. Um, I'm the kid who the parents yelled at you to turn the lights out and go to bed and because it's time to go to bed again, turn that light out and put them covers and close your mouth and close your eyes. So those are things 
that I have included in multiple books of mine that tell my background of who I am and how I put those things into place in the books, in the business, that I, the businesses I've built, and then my work ethic, who I am. So discipline, um, self-discipline, self-esteem, um, able to be on a stage, it's all a part of it because of who of who and what I am. And then number four, including in those platform building books, um, past successes, failures, or lessons learned. Um, I believe that all failures are not necessarily, oh, you are a failure or it failed or uh, it, you're horrible because of it. It's a lesson to be learned. I learned a lot from my divorce. I learned a lot from my hard work. I learned a lot from my rejection and redirection. I learned a lot from um, um, being called names and, you know, always the, the as they say, the fluffy girl in the room and all of that. But that's a part of who I am to be able to overcome. When I was born, it's amazing that I would, um, it's just all glory to God, but it's amazing that I would be on two um, shows right here on envision-radio.com. And I also have a podcast because when I was born at four or five years old, it's cute when you're little, but at 58 years old, it wouldn't be cute. I had a horrible speech impediment. Most people wouldn't believe it right now, but I did. I had a horrible time with S's. When I was born, my feet went left to right. Uh, when I was uh, eight years old, I had to wear glasses because I couldn't see. So to be the little chubby girl with uh, chubby sizes from Sears and glasses, huh, talking about overcoming, talk about um, being able to pick yourself up and continue to move forward and then focus on your gift is all about who I am. So seeing the good and seeing the, the gift in you, seeing the potential in you is who I am. So what do you see in other people? What are you able to determine in other people? That's part of, of who I am and my makeup. So in my books, I talk about being gifted. I talk about being a gifted musician and a singer and on stage and recording and writing music, and all of that. But that's a part of who I am. And so those are the pieces that people connect with. Those are the pieces and the parts that people draw from, that they understand, that they know, oh my gosh, so she would identify with me. She would understand the creative part of me. She hasn't always had it easy. She hasn't always had it wonderful. It hasn't always been great. And you think, why would you put those failures in there? Because it is a part of who you are. And sometimes it helps to build self-esteem in other people. If they can see somebody else succeed and they think, you know, because most people think, oh, you're successful. They don't understand. You know, as they say, uh, you just see my glory. You don't understand my story. You don't know where I've been. So unless I tell you, unless I uh, relay it to you, you will just think I just got here. Uh, as they say, all oh, the old folks used to say in my church, on flowery beds of ease, it was just easy for me. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was humiliating in gym class in high school. It was horrible. Uh, you know, I had no uh, athletic ability, but that's a part of who I am. So including those types of things in a platform building 
book that is introducing you would be key to the insight of people knowing who you are, where you've been, and where you are now. So that if they've had a similar road, they may not have had the, the same thing I've had happen, but they've had something that didn't work out. They've been in a relationship that wasn't the greatest. They can identify with me and not only enjoy and be encouraged and inspired by my book, but want to work with me further because they know she hasn't always had it easy. She hasn't always just had, oh, it was just so wonderful and great and everybody loved her and she can fit in the size eight. By the way, that's the size I want to be when I get to heaven. <laughs> but, you know, she hasn't always, oh, it's just so wonderful. It's just so great. No, 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 love. It has not been a wonderful flowery bed of ease, great, and it's hard. And there's sleepless nights. There's early mornings. There's all types of difficulty. But that's my story. So what is your story? What do you want to deliver to the world? Because a part of your story is a part of your business. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When I went to work for a Fortune 500 company, that's the first thing. The two things they gave us was a calendar and they gave us the history of their company, the failures, the, you know, we didn't know everything that had happened, but they wanted us to know that this was a company that had overcome and worked hard and built into a multi-billion dollar company. So what do you want to build to? What have you had to overcome already? Even if you're a young person, there are plenty of young people that have done a lot of things that they've had to overcome, they've had to endure. And that is appealing to other people who are experiencing the same thing and wondering, how am I going to do it? How am I going to make it? How am I going to overcome? That's what you need to include in your book that will draw and attract people to you. I know. You, you know, uh, uh, that that's that choir song. You don't know my story. You don't uh, all the things that I've been through. You know, my worship is for real. That that's worship is for real. But also when people still see you standing clothed and in your right mind, then they're attracted to you when they read your book and realize, oh, my gosh, this person hasn't had it always wonderful and great. It has been hard. And this is her, their background. That's the reason why people write biographies, especially successful people. They write biographies after they've gotten to a certain level of success. So that is a part of their give back to the next generation coming on behind them. Because people want the, the glory, the glamour, the lit, glitz standing on the red carpet. But they don't know that people had to grind it out. They had to take the nose. They might have had to sleep in the car, read all kinds of biographies of the horrific and the horrible things that have happened to some people. But it introduced me to them. And then I could personally decide, do I want to work with them? Do I not want to work with them? So we're talking about the introductory book, that book that introduces you to your clients, um, to your potential clients, hopefully, and to the world so that people will know more about you and what you do. Lastly, in that introduction um, book, Hopefully you can include somehow uh, your future endeavors and slide it in. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to slide it in in a minute. The, uh, uh, you know, what I have to offer and uh, as they say, the shameless plugs. But hopefully you can help people based on your introductory um, 
book and and explaining your history and your background to let me help you do it too. Let me help you get there if you're a um, life coach. Let me, this is what will help you if you're ready to write your book that I've written 66 so I can help you do X, Y, and Z, ABC. I can help you write it. Those kinds of things. But in the book of introducing yourself to people, it's your, as they say, it's your wounds, it's your scars, it's your successes, it's your failures, it's your lessons learned, it's your, it didn't work out that actually draws people to you. So I trust that that helps you. Uh, I'm Dr. Julia Royston and talking about platform building books and the one that introduces you and yourself to the world. If you need help, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Talk with Royston.com or visit bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Have a great day. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com.